Alright, well everyone, welcome back to another long distance episode of Filmcraft. Yeah. The chief, I don't know what you're doing on the other end, but it sounds like you're slaughtering something. I just hear like carnage. Oh, I just moved my phone slightly. Oh, well, that sounds like murder apparently. <laughs> uh, so, how are you this week, Latif? <laughs> doing good. It's a busy week. Yeah? Do you want to give the listeners an update on the short? Yeah, just doing the, the final music mix. And then once that is done, we are officially done this movie. Started in what, yeah. August? Oh. July? Yeah. Started in July. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say, too, I saw the poster for it. That looks sweet. How did you decide that was going to be the poster as opposed to, you know, any other idea? Well, I was, I think, I, you know, I really thought a lot about that. When I sat down to make the poster, I was, like, going through images and, like, well, you know, what do I want this to look like? Because I didn't want it to just be, like, this generic picture. I wanted to kind of really be like, what the hell is this movie about? <laughs> I don't think you can really tell just by looking at the poster. Um, and So you wanted to leave it really ambiguous. Yeah, because, you know, it's a short film. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just supposed to be kind of engaging and make you want to go, what is that? But I don't think anyone's going to watch the film off the poster. But anyways, that image I, I've had in my head for a very long time um, of that silhouette, like, standing on, on the road. I've had that image in my head. It was actually one of my, you know, key storyboard frames because I didn't really make a lot of images. I think I made like six key frames when I did the storyboard, and then that was one of them. And then that's the one I used on the poster. So it's just been in my head for a long time. Like, was the image? Did this image that's in your head? Did it come from the making of this movie, or did you have it prior to that, and it just kind of fit the movie, so you threw it in there? No, this was this was from the film. Like this was a still from one of the shots. Um, mm, but I mean, the idea of the image, where'd that come from? Oh, the idea from writing it. Yeah, that came through like, you know, after writing, kind of thinking about what you want things to look like. I think a lot of, like, one thing I'm really happy about is a lot of. There's a lot of shots in the film, that are like things that I saw while I was writing, and then when I shot them, they look exactly like what I wanted them to. So I've never had that experience before where I got, like, the exact image I wanted. And that was, like, probably one of the most fulfilling feelings making a film. So there's a lot of it that's exactly as I wanted it to look. Um, So that was one of the the images that turned out that way. So it's just kind of like a, you know, practice of, like, getting getting to the goal goal line that you're going for. So I don't think it's going to happen with every shot, but when you get, like, six... To me, that's like a, a pretty big amount because it's so rare that something looks exactly like you imagined it. Um, yeah, that's a win at that point, yeah, right? Yeah. So here's one for you. Like you said, you had six images that really matched what's in your head. Yeah. Did you ever consider any of those other five images for the poster? Like what made this one stick out to you compared to all the other ones that you could have used? Um. I think it's about mystery, but also just like in terms of simplicity of design. You know, when you make a poster, um, I think when it's like overcrowded with like information or just, you know, it's a cool shot for the movie maybe, but it might not really fit onto a poster in a way that works. 
Cause, you know, because I did a couple mm. different things that I tried, <laughs> which were in a completely different direction, and it just didn't work at all. It looked like some kid from high school like found Photoshop for the first time. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, can't go that way. But it was a lesson in like experimenting. So you know, you make that really one weird shitty poster, and then you go in a different direction. And I kind of wanted to just like to make it thematically feel like the worst part of the film. <laughs> so that yeah, like it, it's a tone thing, right? Like even when we were setting out to do the poster for what we don't say, mm-hmm. like I had a bunch of different images from the movie, right. kind of similar to what you were saying. And I was like, I think any of these could make a poster. Like you wouldn't just use the image or we didn't in what we don't say, but it's like you crop this part out, you have, you know, some information at the top and bottom, you can kind of make it its own thing. Mm-hmm. But then it really came down to which one of these images really represents the movie the best and especially tonally. Like, does this image feel like the movie more than that image? Did you go through a similar process like that for the short? Yeah, I think I it was it was almost identical to what we done. So like I I went through it and I got like five stills that I felt like like has the core feeling of what the the movie was and then out of those five I started selecting the ones that you know would graphically fit into the dimensions of the poster and 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 also just like color wise and everything matched the feeling I wanted you know because even the, the text and all the lettering on that poster it's the colors are the exact colors you see in the image um so it's all very uniform it feels like it's part of it uh the same world um and and that was just you know simple design choices i think being simple was was the the thing i wanted to do the most as well yeah yeah totally i think that's a really good idea too cuz uh, i mean again going back to the what we don't say poster cuz so i guess here's a difference between the what we don't say poster and the crazy for you poster was you did the poster yourself right yeah i did <laughs> yeah we're on what we don't say i hired an outside guy and he did it and i remember he went through a couple drafts and if you look at the what we don't say poster now it's got you know the two leads front and center it's got like your, your writing top and bottom and then we inserted a little bit of the fair scene into the top left it kind of got a little bit of a beach feeling in the background but the right side is pretty blank and i remember when that draft of the poster came by i I was like, oh, should we put some stuff in the top right? Like, it's empty space, but is it bad empty space or is it good empty space? So I showed it to a few people. And they're like, no, you got to leave that empty space there or else it's just shit everywhere yeah. in a poster, <laughs> which you don't really want, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you play around with stuff like that indoors? Um, <laughs> not in terms of, like, having too much... Because I knew I wanted, like, the top and the bottom to kind of go into black. And even in terms of text, like, I didn't want to name all the crew and stuff on the poster. Like, I, I literally just wanted to be title, key image, and then just the cast. Just the name of all the actors. And then do that in a way where it just kind of lines up. Because I only have five actors in the film. So, to me, that's, like, that's a perfect <clears throat> amount to have on the poster. Um, and then I just put my name and then the producer's name. And then that's it. So no other information needed. You know, no when it's coming out and all that shit. Like, it doesn't really matter. I just had to keep it pretty straightforward. And 
so from the jump I didn't, I didn't want too much text on the image and even then like I, I needed the text to be small enough where it wasn't distracting where you looked more at the, the keyframe because initially when I put the text on the poster it mm. was slightly brighter and jumped out <laughs> than the rest of the poster that's how the dark, that's how dark the poster was um, just like in terms of like how actual you know light measurements from the poster were coming out it's a very dark poster but you know I wanted it to be very dark so I had to actually take the text and make it darker until like it was almost like blending into into the gradient so it's a very like yeah. subtle thing but to me it just kind of makes it all work totally and that goes back to how we were talking about tone too like you're short I know the the general overarching story and I feel like that color scheme the nighttime you mm. know the the uh the street light lighting the one person like that's very tonally appropriate so for you to take that and then like say okay we have to work with the dark the how dim or how dark this image is and build off of that it fits for the poster yeah that's what I feel like but you know movie posters are tough I think you can oh yeah especially at an independent level you could totally go and like trying to make it look like this Hollywood thing and just have your you know, actors' faces on it, and it just becomes like, what is, what are we looking at here? Um, to me, it's all about the film. It's not about the actors um, on the poster, especially with my thing. Like, I don't have name actors. I don't want to put their faces on the poster. Let's make it about the movie. I remember going over the What We Don't Say poster, and, like, there's one word in that poster that is... The don't in what we don't say is probably three times bigger than any other word, and the only word that's in bright right. pink. <laughs> I remember calling you and being like, "Is th- is this too much? Like, I really like it, but mm-hmm. it it you know it is one gigantic word that's in bright pink. Is that gonna <laughs> throw everything off?" And I think like the bottom line is for a movie poster to me is like just think that tone. Like, does this bright pink word fit the tone? It, it. Well, do you remember when we were making the lookbook for for the movie in in the early days when it was called Popsicle? Like, yeah. had that one page. It was like these kind of summery, kind of bright pastel colors, and mm-hmm. we had the words, and that was kind of the the feeling. And I think even in the poster that we have now, it retains that energy. Yeah, That's totally. Kind of what it was about. And, you know, like, to that same point, had we had a non-zero dollar kind of budget and we had, you know, like, um, wardrobe and production design and all that kind of stuff, I'm sure more of those vibrant, like, pinks and whatnot would have made it their way into the film, whether it would have been, like, costume or background or whatnot. Like, that color palette, even though we didn't push that far into, you know, bright pink in I don't know if that bright pink would appear anywhere in the film, really. But that kind of style that fits with it is very present in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like, with these posters that you did, where you're like, man, they just didn't work for crazy for you. What about them? Was it, did it boil down to tone or did you just look at it? Like you mentioned, it was kind of a Photoshoppy, not too good. But what about it just struck you that it wasn't going to work? Well, like I was trying to go for almost like a hand, hand drawn like organic look, but it's very difficult to do that with with what I, with what I'm what I'm working with, mm-hmm. um, especially in Photoshop because I don't have the proper tools to do the right drawing. 
actually ironically cougars cougars are very very good um at doing animation yeah he's talented eh? like that yeah so i think next time i might even just go to him to to do a proper one if i have an idea like that Mm -hmm. but um you know like i i wanted it to be minimal but to the point and the idea i had was kind of to make it feel like you know we're boxed into a world so i wanted to have like a a square in the middle of the poster it was all white and -hmm. in that square you see like the image of like the the home they live in and it's kind of a really shitty um thing but it just didn't graphically fit because i was taking a still from the movie and there are other elements in that shot that I didn't really like, and I couldn't get exactly what I wanted. So I canned that idea. Um, even though it was an interesting idea, I just couldn't execute it because I didn't have the right tools or the, the knowledge to do that. Um, but, you know, when I came across the second idea with the man in the street, I, I always liked that image. and thought, you know, it's a very dark poster. <laughs> it's probably a lot darker than the film is, but I really like how it feels. And... You know that scene in the movie is a pretty pretty dark scene anyway so i, I think it, it works nicely like mm-hmm. i won't think too much about it anyways so that was another question i wanted to ask you like for so the the poster for what we don't say started off as that screen grab which is them right in the middle mm-hmm. and then we built off of that and when we took that screen grab it was like movie done we had yeah, we'd show the cast and crew like it was done, done. And I know that you're building on a poster a bit before you're finished. So did you do a screen grab like post uh, color? Did you color this one still just for the poster? How did you go about the color of it? Oh, um, well, you know, when you do the color for the film, that's a very specific thing. Yeah. And even though I liked how it looked in the movie, it didn't really work for the poster. So I took the grade off of that shot. Um, so it's just raw it's raw and and then i brought it into photoshop did all the cropping and and placements and then i did a a recolor in photoshop to get it to the right levels to match the poster Hmm. um so it is colored but again it's taken in as a raw still and then brought into photoshop colored with all the text and stuff to match the the tones so what was it about the the final color in the movie that didn't suit for the poster? Like, was it just straight, you looked at it, and you're, you said, as a poster, this needs to be darker? Or what didn't work about that final color for the poster? Well, the color itself is, I think, not the issue. It's more about the levels. Because okay. if you take something from a different you know, place, and if it's for a different medium as well, and you put it into a different area like the levels aren't going to match so you it's really just about quality control i wanted to make sure it looks you know of where it belongs i didn't want it to look like i just pulled it out of the movie and stuck it onto the poster so i needed to mess with the levels to make sure it looked uniform so it was really just about quality control yeah totally fair totally fair um if someone was to come to you like one of our listeners hears this and they're like man you know i'm at that stage in my movie where it's poster time and I'm having a really hard time coming up with what it should be what would you tell them like here's maybe some steps you should follow to go about maybe finding your poster look well I you know when we have these conversations it's very difficult because a lot of I think a lot of people will listen to me talking like oh he he made his poster I'll make my poster too mm-hmm. like I I have 
some knowledge on how to use all these tools and you know I like doing this stuff and I also enjoy the process of putting these images together and 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 really just because of ownership like I want it to be the movie that I see and and all this stuff but that doesn't mean that everyone has to do their own poster like you can go and hire someone and then tell them what your image and your vision is and then they'll do that work for you you just have to know what you want um, you know, so if you are inclined to do your own poster, then you know, go in that direction and explore, find images that you feel like would fit. But if you, you know, say you know how to use these things, but then every time you design something, it doesn't look good. <laughs> it doesn't mean you have to do your poster. You can go to a, a guy who does movie posters and ask him to to do a mock up for you, and then go from there. Um, it's just about knowing knowing what you want and kind of knowing what you like because like you know my poster I didn't really use any other movie posters as a reference it was really just like what from the film do I like and I think the only thing that I even though it's very different than one of like Saul Bass's movie posters I, what I took from as inspiration from him was like it's very minimal and it's very about the movie and that's what I want my poster to be even though it's not graphically designed like a Saul Bass movie poster um, by the way Saul Bass is like a, a, a famous designer who did like a lot of great movie posters for like Alfred Hitchcock and um, I think he did uh, the one for The Shining and and he's done a lot of really iconic movie posters so his poster design is, is very you know recognizable and and very interesting but the inspiration I took from from him was minimalist design not go crazy um, so you know that, that would be my advice for anyone either find someone who knows how to make a, a pleasing image something that works or if you decide to go do it yourself then keep it minimalist not go crazy with it yeah I think it's really interesting like the the whole procedure that you just described because as like it works super well for yours and then I'm the the opposite side of that that you were just describing too where you were like you know you can try it yourself and if it doesn't work which is exactly what happened with what we don't say like I had that image right. and I was like posters aren't hard I can make that <laughs> And uh, so I went into this infographic site that I use, and I started putting stuff together, and I was like, I don't understand why it looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably tried at it for a couple days before I was like, okay, I need to accept that I'm not good at this. Like, I kind of know what I want. There's some variables, like how I mentioned, you know, mm -hmm. the giant pink word where I'll get other people's opinions, but I think I know what I want, and to get designer in here that knows what they're doing i think it's going to go a long way and then when the designer that came on and did the poster came on he was like yeah okay here's my idea because i had sent him the still and he basically sent me like 75 percent of the complete fu finished poster and i was mm -hmm. like hey this guy gets it look how much easier it was than me trying to right. do it and it was that whole when i looked at what I did, I was like, why does it look like a toddler did this? It looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. I, I fully support everything you said there. Don't be afraid to go to someone else that knows more about it than you. 
and yeah. that, that's not a bad thing you know it's not like a hey listen moron you can't do this <laughs> it's just you know there's people out there that make a living doing this and if you're not up for it or you don't have enough experience go to them they'll be able to put together a wicked poster for you yeah exactly because it's you know it's not like when we make these posters because you know we make these films and when people see the posters it's like oh cool poster or not a cool poster <laughs> or yeah. whatever the hell they think it's, it's really not that big of a deal but the, the idea of, of the poster is just to have like a very quick image that gives you an idea of what the movie feels like I don't think what, what the movie is about would, would come across with that image but it's, it's what the movie feels like to you mm-hmm. um, so you know when I made the choice to go and, and make this movie poster to me it was an exciting challenge to go and try to do and as the person who made the movie and, and wrote it, like who else is gonna kind of know what what that image should be? Um, and it's the same thing for you. You know exactly what feeling you're going from um, from your initial idea, and and getting there is just a simple collaboration from there. So it's not really that complicated. But I think where the problem is with you know some people may have an ego about doing stuff like that, where you know they might know how to do some graphic stuff. But ultimately, they're not a designer or they don't have an eye for it. I think you have to kind of have an eye for it, yeah. even if you know how to use the tools. Um, you know, because I have a you know, photography background and and you know, working as a cinematographer and an editor and and knowing just how to place things and stuff like that, that helps when doing this kind of stuff. But you know, it doesn't mean that um, when you go to do this poster design and you hire someone from the outside that like just because like you know how to use photoshop that you have to do it um because like everyone can see good design you can recognize good design but it's not easy to get there <laughs> it Agreed. takes time to do that Agreed. Yeah. um here's a here's a question for you too because this is one thing like when it came to making the what we don't say poster i actually had no idea about and it came down to like i said the the, per, the designer sent me the first draft of the poster. I was like, yeah, man, this looks really great. And I hired him off of that, uh, which, by the way, I didn't force him to do. He was like, I want this job so bad. I just did a little mock-up. I'm sure it took him like an hour. So if right. you're interviewing people for this, don't force them to do mock-ups. He just did it. And based off that, I was like, wow, you really like this and you really get this. So I hired him. Um, but one of the second conversations we had after I hired him was he's like, what information do you want on this poster? Like, what physical text? And I was like, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, did you have that with your short poster? Or did you know, like, you know, I'm probably just going to say the actor's names, like, my name, and that'll be it? Or did you have to do some research to say, like, what should I really put on here? No. Well, you know, when you... Because I've made other posters... Like mm. when I was in film school, I had to make. Actually, I made a, a quite a few posters in film school for my own films and for classmates' films. I think that was a fun experiment for me. But in that stage, you just want it to look like a real movie. So you're like, oh, what do they put on the posters? <laughs> and then by the time I got to Crazy for You, I was like, I don't care about the standards anymore. I just want to do what I think fits. And at that point, I was like, I don't want to put any crew. I don't want to do any of that shit. No you know dates or anything like that let's just cut to the chase name image actors that's it that's all you get so it was just a very deliberate choice about like what i wanted to be on the poster but 
you know, like when you do bigger movies, there are actual standards that you have to have with posters and and all this other stuff. And well, I was gonna say too. For me, some, I don't have to worry about that. Sometimes it's in people's contracts too, or even like union agreements. I know the Writers Guild says that um, if you're a part of you know the guilds and you do a a movie within them, it's if the writer's name has to be the same size if not bigger of, as the director's and like they get really into the the tiny little bits about those so like contracts and stuff like that aside um was there a reason where you're like you know i'm not gonna put crew on this i'm just gonna go extra minimal did it just feel right for you or what was the reason you ended up going for that yeah like i i didn't really feel like i needed to list every every crew member on the poster because like in the film at the end of the credits i do put everyone's name on, on the film i, I do a very so. <laughs> a very night nice, like i don't just do like a standard rolling credits because i mm-hmm. wanted the credits of the film to feel like it was part of the film still so i did a very specific thing with the credits and i had it overlaid over images and i, and I put like everyone's name and, and and placed them and you know enough that you could read it so mm-hmm. For me, like that's more than just like a standard rolling credit. So they have that. So on the poster, just the actors. We'll keep it pretty minimal. And also, I did like a lot of the roles on the film, a lot of key roles on the film myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to like have my name on the poster six times. It would look stupid. Um, That'd be the biggest ego trip ever. <laughs> well, I made that mistake on my first short film. Did you film, really? Film school. Well, yeah, because I did like seven things on my film, and I put my name in the credits seven times. And then I look <laughs> at it, I'm like, this is so stupid. I look like an idiot. Uh, did you ever, but hear, it's the, like, did you ever yeah, hear the story yeah. from The Room when they were doing the credits? Because like, Tommy was always, the same thing, like executive producer, writer, director, producer, star, and they're doing the credits for it. And the editor's like, Tommy, like, I got to tell you, most of the time when someone fulfills as many roles as you've done, it's just like writer, director, producer, Tommy Wiseau. And then Tommy's like, no, I have to have my name on everything. (laughs) So it's like, director. I'm not going to lie. It's a little like that. Um, Because you're in film school, right? And you just do this thing and you're like... But I did all of it. I need everyone to know. I need them to know it was me. <laughs> I did that and that and that. Because oh. um, you're proud of it. But Yeah, totally. Looking back, you're like, man, I look like an idiot. <laughs> but, you know. So was it when it came to your second film where you're like, I'm not going to do that anymore? Yeah, I just put like directed by me and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't blame you there. That's probably for the best. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I think this just turned into the poster episode. We had other topics we were going to go over, but I think we're pushing like a full episode here. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we can move those over to the next one then. Yeah, totally. Uh, on that note, though, like, are there anything else or is there anything else poster related that you think would be good for the audience to, to hear or know, even whether it's about our process or just what you think posters should be in general really it's just got to be about the movie um i think you just kind of go go and do 
what you feel like the movie deserves. Uh, and that, but that's tough, though. I think there's some really great movies out there with pretty lame posters, or, or not very interesting posters. I'm sure some of my favorite movies have really bad posters. <laughs> yeah, but do any come to your mind off the top of your head? Um, no, I can't. I can't think of any right off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are some movies I love that just have horrendous posters. <laughs> um, but, you know, one that I love, which is actually one of my favorite movies, is The Tree of Life. I know they have a really beautiful poster. Yeah, that designed was. Very, designed very, very well. Like, whenever I see it, I go, oh, it's such a nice poster. Um, it's kind of just like taking these still images, and it's just kind of like showing you all these moments kind of build up into what someone's life might be so it was just such an interesting way to go about that but there, there's probably some some movies I love that have just like the dumbest posters but there's probably some really bad movies with good posters out there too but you know The Shining oh, yeah. for example again I go back to that and it's like that poster is so like when you see it you just know like you know yeah. that's that's kind of what the movie feels like you see know those what you're getting in for, right? That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I think so. The, the, there's you know, some out there that. Yeah. I think posters and trailers are basically the same in that way. Like all you're trying to do is get across your tone and your general kind of like substance of your movie as quick as you can. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even on the note of trailers, like back in the day, there's some super bad movie trailers. Yeah, with the movie trailer um, voice guy. Yeah, it, <laughs> I was looking at because uh, I, I was talking to my mom and she was like, "I was like, did you watch any like, you know, Hollywood movies when you were younger?" She's like, "Yeah, you know, in the theaters back in Burma, they they're playing a Bond movie. It was the Man with the Golden Gun." Sweet. Um, and she said she liked that movie, and I was like, "Oh, I've never seen that one." So I looked at the trailer, and it's like this. I don't know, four minute trailer. <laughs> it's like these really like weird choices for scenes and this cheesy voiceover guy. It's like, yep. it's Bond. <laughs> it's just the worst <laughs> movie trailer I've ever seen. It, it almost feels like it was a skit from SNL or something, but I thought it was so funny. Yeah, you the know, movie it's trailers of, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, you can literally like go watch five movie trailers from the 70s. Five from the 80s, five from the 90s, five from the 2000s, and there's huge shifts. And even five from like this decade, mm-hmm. there's huge shifts in how they're almost kind of copy and paste of themselves in that era. Yeah, they kind of exemplify the the, the media of the time. Mm-hmm. Big time. Because like that poster, it almost like reads like a, a news a news story. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. All right, well, I think that's pretty much wrapping it up for the poster episode. Maybe if they made a poster. Yeah, that'd be a real simple way, actually. Pippa, for cheap a month. Done. There's a piggy bank on it to imply you're saving money. It'd be even better if they were taking it away from a kid. 
<laughs> it's like taking money away from a child. <laughs> All right, that's it. This episode's over. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week.